Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Speaking Bluntly podcast with your host, Jasmine. For my first episode, I'd like to use this opportunity to introduce myself, the goal of my podcast, and also to get into some of the innards of overcoming an obstacle after a major setback. Okay, so first things first, the goal of the podcast, to provide real, raw, and unfiltered convos that everyone can relate to, and to provide a platform for some teachable moments. One of my core advocacy issues has always been social justice, and that's primarily due to my upbringing and being exposed to racism at a very young age. At the mo- you know, when, when I was growing up, I didn't first understand that this had a name. I didn't understand why I was being made fun of because of the color of my skin or of my ethnicity or the fact that, you know, I moved from the Bronx and that I was Puerto Rican and there was all these kind of stereotypes that came with that. And, you know, when I would come home asking questions and my parents are basically enlightening me, right? They're educating me. This is the world. This is the world that we live in. And this is why um, they were guiding me and encouraging me to take certain steps to break those stereotypes, right? To show uh, the the collective population that what you're seeing in movies and how, you know, um, certain uh, races and cultures are depicted, it it's a myth, um, but we're talking about 1989, 1990, and it's 2021. And yet those issues are still prevalent. They still exist. And I've always been very vocal about these issues in, you know, high school, I joined clubs to combat racism and, uh, you know, any of my listeners who went to school with me can attest that. This is something I've always been passionate about, and I would call it out each and every time. Uh, you cannot say something racist to me without me snapping back in some kind of way. And that's how I honestly also built some of the reputation I did, uh, because I found that asking racists to please stop saying racist things didn't quite work. Um, and sometimes, yes, I resorted to getting physical. Uh, Not that I condone it, but, you know, this was the 90s, um, and this is how I chose to deal with bullies. But it worked, right? They thought twice about saying something racist to me again or even in my presence. And that was the end goal, you know, modify the behavior one way or another. At the end of the day, it's 2021, though, and these issues are still prevalent. And with three young daughters of my own who have also experienced some of these issues. It's my responsibility to set a better example. So clearly getting physical is not the answer. And so one of the goals of this podcast is to be able to have those tough conversations, but also to find resolutions. Now with a little understanding of my background and what's my main passionate issue, obviously, yes, I'm going to have a lot of topics surrounding social justice, advocacy, social equity, how we can make things better and just truly make the be- you know ma- make our society um a better place instead of just saying those words actually taking proactive steps to ensure that we actually get there and it's not another 30 plus years of empty promises and you know empty we're going to do better uh but it's not going to be the only topics i promise you that 
We're going to talk about everything from family life, because let's keep it real. Parenthood, that shit is hard. It is, especially in the middle of a pandemic. It's hard. So we're going to talk about that motherhood, fatherhood, you know, even siblinghood. Um, you know, I plan to have uh, my daughters on here as well to uh, express their points of view, how they see it, um, you know, as a child, you know, growing up and, and as a teenager, pre-teenagers. Uh, so I, I think this is going to be an interesting roundup. Some of the other topics that we're definitely going to hit upon are health and wellness. Uh, it's very important from the mental health aspect and also your overall being in the middle of the pandemic, post-pandemic. That's going to be, I feel, something important to focus on as well because, you know, what does normal look like? We're starting to slowly get back open. Vaccinations are rolling out. But let's be honest, we've been, you know, our whole uh, livelihoods, our worlds as we knew it were uprooted a year ago and slowly but surely we're going to get there. But it's taken its toll between, you know, isolation people not being able to be as active as they once were, if it's not one thing or another. So besides the pandemic itself and besides coronavirus itself, it's also had some other effects. So we're going to talk about those issues as well. And again, the whole point is resources. Talking about it is all good, but what are we going to do about it? So that was one of the things that I was very vocal about on social media. And it's one of the primary reasons that I started a podcast. Um, my husband had to um, listen to me always vent about why these issues are so pressing. And it seems so obvious to me, like, why aren't we doing anything about this? Why don't people feel the need uh, to do more about this? Or, you know, like I said, with family life, motherhood, fatherhood, Oh, you go through these issues too. So, you know, hey, we're we're not alone. So why don't we talk about this more? Why don't we normalize talking about it more instead of trying to portray this uh picture perfect um life where no issues exist and hey, we don't fall on hard times. You know, there's a lot of truth in it takes a village to raise a child and it takes a community, right, to 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 stay together. And I think a lot of these things also uh hit upon community. Right. And if we can all rely more upon each other as well, these issues, you, uh, some of these things that we're going to um, discuss on the show are not things that we have to go through alone uh, is the main point. Last but not least, I'll be providing some small business resources on my podcast as well. As a small business owner myself that helps small business owners market themselves online, I do feel that in the post-pandemic world, this is going to be an important resource. Realizing how many uh, businesses were not prepared for the pandemic and how detrimental that was, we see it across the economy, I do feel that this would be a valuable resource so that all businesses can be armed and prepared should something like this happen. And if we're being honest, the digital world is not going anywhere. So better to have that information, you know, so that you're ahead of your competition and hopefully you'll find it resourceful and valuable as well. Now that you have a better understanding of the overall goal of the podcast, let's get into the meat and potatoes of our inaugural episode, which is overcoming an obstacle after a major setback. I thought this would be fitting for the first episode uh, because the podcast did go undergo a rebranding and there was a lot of time and effort invested into the concept of the podcast. So to have to go undergo a complete rebranding 
unexpectedly was very much a setback. So I wanted to share some of that timeline with you and how I overcame that obstacle. And now here we are with Speaking Bluntly, hoping to fulfill the goal um, that was intended, which again is just to be, you know, another channel of resources. So I've been very vocal about social issues for, you know, as I said earlier, since, you know, I was a child and, you know, with social media that became an outlet, it became a platform uh, where you can quickly share those views, right? Through Twitter, MySpace, not so much. I think MySpace, we learned um, a lot of coding, really. That's what MySpace was. You learned a lot of HTML coding if you were changing your wall, adding glitter and things like that. Uh, but with Facebook and Twitter, Reddit, you know, these content sharing platforms, you were able to express your views more quickly and more elaborately. And, um, you know, with the election of Obama was where I saw a lot of those undercurrents of racism become more um, overt. It wasn't an undercurrent anymore. And it was obvious. So you took a lot to the social media platform to highlight those things like, hey, and then you know, um, the situation with law enforcement and disparate treatment, you know, uh, racial profiling, the inequalities in our economic systems, right? How basically the uber wealthy pay nothing and how that uh, burden falls on the middle class, politics, all of it, just very, very vocal. And then definitely in the highlight of Trump, well, I mean, yeah. It's no secret to any of my social media followers how I feel about that person. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, there were a lot of suggestions coming from people that I trust a lot and whose opinions do mean a lot to me to consider launching a podcast. And I thought about it. But to be honest and to be completely vulnerable, um, the thought of doing something like this by myself it, it, it did intimidate me a little. There was a little bit of a lack of confidence as far as, you know, what people want to listen to me for 30 to 40 minutes, uh, you know, about certain topics as they do on social media. But then I also thought maybe I could give my social media followers a little bit, little bit of a break, right? I know some of you guys would probably tired of hearing my shit. I'll be honest. Sometimes I get tired of my own shit too. Come on. Um, <laughs> uh, so prior to taking the concept of the podcast really, really seriously, I was involved in a few social media groups that were political banter. You go back and forth, a little bit of debate. And then I really started to give the concept of the podcast more serious thought because of the types of conversations that would go on. And I thought, well, people really do want to speak candidly about these topics. People really are seeking platforms in which they can, you know, share knowledge or find advice or like, hey, are you having this issue? And um, then I presented the idea to an associate and I said, hey, you know, do you, would you be interested in this idea? I'm doing some research and, you know, um, to give kind of social media a little bit of a break, why don't we consider taking it to a larger platform? Now, this is also an associate that I helped found the original Chatterbox Facebook group with. 
uh, you know, and help build that, that community. So that's where the concept was coming from. And then the podcast concept had to take a little bit of a back burner because there were an abundance of things that were going on during that time. You know, I was trying to buy a home. I was selling a home. Uh, then the pandemic happened. And unfortunately, we did have a death in the family due to the pandemic. So it just wasn't at the forefront of priorities. And then over the summer last year, that's when, you know, the height of the George Floyd protests, um, you know, with with Trump possibly being put out of office and again, providing a platform of why he needed to be placed out of office and that, you know, was something just far beyond politics. Um, the, the podcast idea came to the forefront again, and that's how the Chatterbox crew had came to be. But there's a lot that goes into the planning and distribution of a podcast, you know, um, from the, the name, the artwork, you know, yeah, little taglines and then the content creation, scheduling, content distribution, um, and then promoting the, 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 the podcast. And, you know, as I listed off all those things, it's so many different moving parts. And it was quite frankly, hard to get everybody to do an equal parts. Inevitably, the process did become overwhelming as those major components as it relates to the pre and post production of the podcast was basically being delegated to just a couple of individuals. And despite genuine efforts to get others to participate and contribute on a more consistent basis, it just seemed to fall on deaf ears. And naturally, that did build up to some frustrations. And when you couple that with a lack, lack of transparency, this was just a recipe for a non productive project at the end of the day. Uh, and when we went on a brief hiatus after the holidays and after all the events that transpired in January, I did um, have a conversation with my former associate with regards to the direction that I did want to take the podcast in. And we did seem to be on the same page. And at that moment in time, there didn't seem to be any contention or concern over a name. And so when I announced this to the rest of the crew members, I was taken a bit aback because all of a sudden there was a contention to the name. But then, like I said, due to lack of transparency, the conversation that me and my former associate had didn't seem to be communicated the same way to the rest of the crew members. And when I tried to provide full transparency about that conversation, my efforts were thwarted. And thus, this is why I took it to a public platform, because I wanted full transparency as far as why I was moving the podcast in the direction that I was. And it was due to the fact that I was taking the lead in many areas as it is already, and with the understanding that People had other time commitments and they could no longer commit fully to a weekly podcast as that what was communicated to me. I didn't want the podcast to go stale uh, because, again, you want to have good content going out there. I mean, that being a content creator, this is what you do. So that was my whole goal. Like we had been on a hiatus for, I think, almost a month and a half already. And like I said, with all the events that transpired in January alone... 
um, you know, and keeping tabs on the Biden admin administration. Just because it's a Democrat in office doesn't mean you just back off the pedal. No, you you always got to keep the elected officials feet to the fire. So just because the election season is over or, you know, just because there's not constant protests going on right now doesn't mean that these aren't topics that still need to be discussed. And again, even now, right, the George Floyd trial's gone on. There still have been uh, the law enforcement issue is still a persistent one. Uh, you know, you have the trial of Ahmaud Arbery, uh, you know, the murders of Ahmaud Arbery going on right now. So that's that was always the goal of the podcast, right, to discuss these issues that still exist. It's, you know, no longer election season, but there there's still revelant issues to talk ahead. And like we've, you know, what I introduced in the beginning, the whole goal of the podcast wasn't only to talk about political social issues, but everyday life issues, relationship issues, which we did a little bit of, you know, in the Chatterbox crew. So again, the the goal always remained, but what set me back completely was the overall uh, reaction to what I thought was an understood proposal. And although I had no desire to go through the whole entire creative process again of coming up with a new podcast name, coming up with a new logo, tagline, intro music, all that good stuff, I decided at the end of the day, that's going to be the best direction because then it's an original idea. It's my concept and it can never be held against me that, hey, you know, this is not the original Chatterbox crew because it's not at the end of the day. And I respect that and that's okay. And that's why I felt it was best to change the name. And, you know, since the podcast is moving in a, in a move in a new direction, the branding should also reflect that. But as I mentioned before, the concept still stays the same as it relates to the intent, right? The intent is to highlight these issues, these core issues, whether it's family, life, health, wellness, social justice, politics, we want this to be a platform that, hey, let's talk about it. Let's have an op open dialogue. Let's find resolutions. And so this has been my leap of faith. I've been apprehensive to go solo like that. And, you know, sometimes you just got to try something new. And so I'm trying something new. I appreciate everybody who's taking this journey with me. And thank you to everyone who's helped me with this new creative process. Cause like I said before, that is not my forte. I'm more of a technical person. So this is tedious, that whole creative process, but I appreciate and much gratitude to everybody who's helped me along the way. Um, and on that note, I'd like to end this week's episode with a quote from Nelson Mandela in which he says the greatest glory in living lies not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. Be sure to tune in next week where we're going to discuss the murder trial of Derek Chauvin, the overall verdict, uh, what that verdict means, but also what's transpired in the middle of that verdict and since that verdict has happened. Be sure to also subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, if it's a podcasting platform, I promise you we are there. And I look forward to seeing all of y'all next week. Be safe and be blessed.